Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the Thanksgiving week edition. We've got a good week just because it's a holiday. Doesn't mean we're resting on our laurels waiting for that drumstick. Nope, nope, nope. We're still working hard for you. And today we've got an amazing guest, Senator Marsha Blackburn from the great state of Tennessee is here to talk about China, about the social spending bill, about all the things going on in Washington and why she thinks there's a lot more Democratic senators who have heartburn on the Biden Build Back Better bill than our previous knowledge. Everyone's been talking about Manchin and Cinema. I think she thinks some more of her colleagues on the Democratic side have some heartburn. We're going to ask her about that in just a few minutes. And then we're going to take you down to the border with our great reporter, Bethany Blankley, who has some great eyewitness news about the next caravan coming up through Mexico and into the United States. This border crisis only gets worse by the day. We're going to talk to her about that. First, though, let's get through a couple of headlines that I think are very, very important. We were on this all day, all night, right into 3, 4 o'clock in the morning for you. The Wisconsin tragedy, the 39-year-old driver plows into children dressed in Santa hats, marching in their Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. At least five dead, more than 40 injured. A tremendous mystery. Police are saying this man might have just been recklessly fleeing a knife fight when he killed all of those people and injured so many and ruined, basically turned a festive Main Street in Waukesha, Wisconsin, where I've been many times, visited that place many times when I lived in Wisconsin, turned it into a killing fields. Tragedy upon tragedy, lives lost, many people struggling and fighting for their lives right now in a senseless tragedy. We're going to keep you up to speed on that. we got a team of reporters working that. Go to justthenews.com all day, all night. We'll have you covered with the latest breaking news. Very important stuff. Now, one story I want to talk because I think it will set up our conversations both with Senator Blackburn and Bethany Blankley. Very good story on the Justin News this morning from my good friend, good reporter, Natalia Middlestadt. It's called The New Willie Hortons, and it focuses on a group of illegal aliens who have entered since Joe Biden became president since the border crisis began on his watch as the border was opened up and CPB agents have had their hands tied behind their back. There have been numerous cases of rape and murder by illegal aliens who got into the interior country because of President Biden's policies. And we asked the question, I don't know, some of you are old enough to remember this, but back in 1988, 
when George H.W. Bush was looking like he was struggling to succeed Ronald Reagan in the 1988 presidential election, an ad came out and it devastated Michael Dukakis. It was about a convicted murderer, Willie Horton, who was inside serving a life sentence in prison and he was let out on furlough by then Massachusetts Governor Michael Dukakis's office and he went on to commit a, another wave of violent crimes. That ad, that story transformed the 1988 presidential race and really made President Bush the 41st president of the United States after Ronald Reagan. A single ad, a single episode defined an entire campaign, an entire election, and the country pivoted because they didn't want anymore Willie Hortons. Well, the question we now have that people like Newt Gingrich and others are, do we really want the new Willie Hortons coming into our country, foreigners who could have been kept out. We've got a case of a Honduran illegal immigrant who pretended that he was a minor when he was 24 years old. He stabbed the father of the family that was gracious enough to take him in in Florida. We've got an illegal immigrant from Guatemala who killed someone in a hit and run, a five-year-old girl. That's a tragedy. We've got so many of these cases. All of the cases are laid out. And the question is, when do Americans say enough, enough? Is the violent wave of crime that these illegal immigrants have now brought into the United States going to be a tipping point for this upcoming election, like inflation, like supply chains, like uh, excessive government spending and big government intrusions in our life? Will there be a Willie Horton moment in America in the 2022-2024 election because of the growing number of illegal migrants who have committed not just any crime, heinous crimes? Let me give you a couple of facts that are just remarkable. Between June 4th and July 26th, that's just a seven-week period, ICE, the Immigrations, Customs, and Enforcement Agency, arrested 302 illegal immigrants who were prior sex offenders. They were in this country despite the fact that they had prior sex offenses. Does that scare you? Does it scare you, your children? It should, right? Here's another fact. CPB says of all the illegal immigrants who have entered the country since Joe Biden became president, 23%, nearly one in four, are prior convicts. They already have committed a crime and now they've illegally come across the border and they've entered the country illegally now. But these crimes are not just border crimes. There are other serious, serious crimes. Really something that you should pay attention to. Natalia has put all of these folks together. There are first-degree child rape, murder, hit and run, so many heinous crimes that the media are not covering, not attaching to the border, not attaching to Joe Biden's policies. We've done it for you. Check out the story. The headline is pretty important. New Willie Hortons, question mark. Migrants charged with rape, murder after illegally entering U.S. Check out that story. We'll have the latest update on Wisconsin. And here's a story that didn't get a lot of attention in the media, but I think it is worth paying attention to President Trump, when he was in office, kept talking about the threat that China poses. Joe Biden has downplayed that threat. We saw it even in the summit, the virtual summit he had with President Xi uh, just last week. But here's something. One of the top generals in the Space Force, the new space command that the uh, U.S. military created, is warning that the U.S. is trailing badly in a key frontier of modern warfare. Why? Because China and Russia have moved ahead of us in what is known as hypersonic missile warfare. Missiles that can go five times the speed of sound and therefore can't be detected by current radar. And as General David Thompson, Vice Chief of the Space Operations, told a conference this weekend that we covered, it's so important, 
we're not, we, the United States, the greatest military and economic power in the world, we're not as advanced as the Chinese or the Russians in terms of hypersonic programs. That should worry all of us. We spent so much time focused on fake Russia cases and other things that we haven't been keeping an eye on where China and Russia are moving ahead of us as our adversaries. We're going to ask Senator Blackburn about that in just a few minutes. All right, let's go take a quick commercial break. When we come back, our exclusive interview with Senator Marsha Blackburn from the great state of Tennessee, followed by a great conversation with one of my favorite reporters, Bethany Blankley, who covers the border for us as a border expert. You're not going to want to miss either one of those. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text JUSTNEWS to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And so lucky to welcome this next guest, Senator Marsha Blackburn from the great state of Tennessee is here. Senator, welcome to the show. Well, it's good to be with you. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on this Thanksgiving week. And I want to ask you, over the weekend, the president was making some soundings that are kind of in line with something you've been talking about for a long time. President Biden suggested that maybe he'd boycott the China Olympics. You have really grievous concerns about the Olympics next year in Beijing. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what's going through your mind and why Americans should be so concerned about it. Well, first of all, we have to realize China, the Chinese Communist Party, they are not our friend. They are not a competitor. They are not even a frenemy. They are our adversary. And their goal is to weaken us 
to the point that they can achieve global domination by the time we get to the midpoint of this century. By 2050, they want to be globally dominant. So we have to realize that that is their overriding goal. Now, how do they do that? Well, they have their Belt and Road Initiative. They have great power competition where they're going at us militarily. They're also practicing debt diplomacy. Uh, they are being aggressive on Taiwan. They're carrying out a genocide yeah. on the Muslim Uyghurs. They are going after the Hong Kong freedom fighters, the Tibetans, the Mongolians. And when it comes to trade, every time we try to deal with them on trade, they begin to up what they're doing on intellectual property violations. And uh, that is why you have companies, uh, Fortnite, Yahoo, other companies, a lot of tech firms that are leaving China because they realize you cannot trust the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, such an important thing. It, uh, they, they really are our adversary. And uh, we saw that last week. And I want to ask you about this because this, this is from a lot of the people I've talked to, one of the most amazing things that happened this weekend that most people might not have heard about. Deputy Chief of the Space uh, uh, Force says, uh, the United States is probably two years behind China on hypersonic missiles. How did we get to that point that we gave China such an extraordinary strategic advantage? What we have seen happen is that China, you never know where their commercial sector ends and their military sector begins. Yeah, great point. So a lot of U.S. companies have worked with them, with China, with Chinese companies, on different technologies. And what do the Chinese do? Uh, they steal this intellectual property. They reverse engineer. They're putting all of their government resources into this so that they can be first and foremost when it comes to hypersonic missiles. So, you know, what we have to, and, and we have people in the U.S. Senate that don't even want to do the National Defense Authorization Act. You've got Senator Schumer, the majority leader in the U.S. Senate, who could end up being the first person in 60 years to not pass the National Defense Authorization Act because he's been so busy trying to do the Build Back Broke agenda and the infrastructure bill and uh, expand all of these government programs and execute a socialist agenda takeover for the Biden administration. Yeah, that, that will be an extraordinary moment if they fail to get that act passed, because it's just been a bipartisan thing and essential to our national security. As you as you look out now, the uh, how do you evaluate President Biden on China, knowing that his son had so many relationships. There was the Cobalt Mine this weekend in the New York Times. There's a Henages uh, military parts company that I wrote about a couple of years ago. Do, you, do When you look at things, do, do the Chinese have in the back of their mind, we've got Hunter Biden in our back pocket, and does the president act as though uh, he has to be careful or walk on uh, shells because of the fact that his son did so much business there? Oh, of course. Of course, and it is very telling and very evident. Now, you mentioned something very important, John. You reported a couple of years ago, yeah. years ago, yeah. 
And this is something important for people to realize. These are not new allegations. And every time we tried to bring this forward in 2020 and try to get this looked at, what was the participation of Biden Incorporated with these different uh, Chinese companies, with Ukrainian companies? Every time we brought this up, it was conspiracy theory. It was, you can't talk about the president's son in that manner, even though the president's son had no training or backing that would have afforded this. You couldn't accuse them of using the vice presidency to as a part of Biden Incorporated. Uh, They tried to discount Hunter's emails and tried to say it wasn't his computer, that it was a framing job by Russia. Yes. And um, so those are the things that we heard repeatedly. So, John, what they've done is to push this to the side and basically say Hunter Biden is off limits like he is a five-year-old child. And, of course, he's selling his artwork for hundreds of millions of dollars. When he is not a trained artist, has never had an artistic career or a gallery represent him, and now all of a sudden there's this big, quote-unquote, international market for Hunter Biden's art, people see through this, and it's why Biden's ratings are plummeting, and it's why people are so distrustful of this administration. It is, and increasingly so. You see it in the numbers. The trillions that the House has already approved, the Senate's approved some of it with the uh, infrastructure bill. How concerned are you that this new money is going to worsen inflation, worsen supply chain, worsen uh, people staying at home, not working? Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, Look at what happened when Obama was president. And bear in mind, when you look at our nation's debt, it doubles. It literally doubled under the Obama administration. Yeah, did. George Bush left office and handed the key to Barack Obama. We were at $10.6 trillion in debt, and then we were right at 22 when Obama left. And it has continued to increase because of the programs that they put on the books as mandatory spending. Now, you look at what they're doing right now. They have 10 years, 10 years of taxes, 10 full years. It's amazing. And this is going to pay for one to two years of programs. But they're saying, oh, that's okay because they just want to get the programs on the books as mandatory spending, much like they did with Obamacare. And basically, this Build Back Broke agenda is Biden's version of Obamacare. I mean, yeah, that's, that's his, what it is. It's like plan. Get it on the book, and then Republicans will never be able to get it off the book. Yeah, that's it. Once it's in, rolling it back is impossible, right? It just gets embedded into the bureaucracy, and you're stuck with it for life. Um, 
you, you've been one of the most cogent voices on the border, even though you don't necessarily represent a border state. But obviously, you know that everybody that comes through the border ends up in states like yours and others. Um, this weekend, Beto O'Rourke actually basically said, oh, I don't want anything to do with President Biden. Uh, he has no urgency on the immigration crisis. Even Democrats are beginning to see the liability. How serious a problem is the the moving of these illegal aliens into other communities where crime is now starting to grow and where we have these heinous cases now of rape and murder. Is this an issue that just gets worse and worse as Americans absorb the consequence? It gets worse every single day because they are seeing it in their communities every single day. They're hearing the story of drugs on the streets, fentanyl-laced marijuana that is taking record numbers of lives, opioids that are full of fentanyl. And of course, a couple of grams kill you. And uh, a little tiny pinhead dot will kill you. And Mm. people are seeing this. They're aware of it. Uh, I talk to a lot of moms, PTA groups, parent groups that are so upset about so many issues in the schools are beginning to compare notes. They're looking at how these drug dealers are using social media and reaching their children and getting them addicted to drugs. Yeah, good point. These parents are beginning to push back up. So the border is where you find so much of this. Every town is a border town. Every state is a border state because of that open border. And it is the drug trafficking, it's the sex trafficking, the labor crews, the gangs that are committing violence in the streets. You would never have heard about organized shoplifting rings and people going into stores and raiding the stores in a very organized manner and walking out of the store and getting into getaway cars. Now, A lot of this is done by the gangs, and people know it, they're tired of it, and thank goodness they're beginning to push back. Yes, the voice of the American people gets louder every day. It's just just remarkable. It it is. When you come back from the Thanksgiving break, will Joe Manchin, do you think, hold the line? Do you think you'll be able to defeat the bill? You know, John, I think it's like this. Not only is it Manchin, but you've got about five or six others in the Senate that are looking at their races. They're down in the polls or they're tied up in the polls. And the Republican ballot is up. Joe Biden's popularity is just unbelievably low. I mean, whoever thought he would be lower than Jimmy Carter? And Kamala Harris is even lower than that. I mean, it's a if you add them up, you barely get a majority support. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I think it's so interesting and so curious that the leaking you hear coming out yeah. of the White House that they're trying to decide what to do with her and who they're going, going to kind of push in to fill that gap yep. from things because she's failed at every task they've given her. And I think it's embarrassing for the White House at this point. Yeah. When you look at it, so you think there are five or six Democrats that might have heartburn and maybe hard votes to get when this gets, uh, now that the Senate takes over well, the uh, the social well, bill. Yes, absolutely. Because what they're trying to do with this Build Back Broke bill right. is they want to take one vote 
And in that one vote, they want to be able to take control, government control of your kids, their education, of your health care, your bank account, your small business. They want to force through provisions of the Green New Deal. They want to put the money in there so that they can say Congress appropriated the money to pay these illegal aliens uh, $450,000 per family if they were temporarily separated from a child, or $450 per person uh, could be as much as, you know, a million, two million or more per family. And people are just, uh, they're saying no, much less the sin taxes, tobacco, liquor, the energy taxes, all of this is going to be paid by people that are uh, hardworking people. And Joe Biden said, oh, I'm not raising a penny of tax on anybody making under $400,000 a year. Well, that's not accurate. It's not accurate on a lot of different fronts. And people know this. They see it. It is harder every day for Democrats to support this abysmal bill. And some of these House members who finally came around and voted for it, they might as well start cleaning their office out and heading home. Give somebody <laughs> yeah. their proxy. It's a consequential because vote. They are, that's right. They will not be reelected. Well, it's going to be an historic December to figure out if we get the Defense Authorization Act, whether the social spending bill gets defeated. Very important stuff. And Senator, you're always on the front lines. And we're so grateful for you bringing us up to speed on all these very important issues. Happy to be with you. Thanks, John. You have a blessed Thanksgiving. You too. Thank you, Senator. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go down to the border to talk with our great reporter, Bethany Blankley, in just a few seconds. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. 
a field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off all right folks welcome back from the commercial break and as promised one of my great colleagues here at just the news she is an absolute expert on all things at the border and on crime in general. One of the really great reporters at Justin News. So grateful to have her here on the show today. Bethany Blankley. Bethany, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. You do such amazing work and you bring the border to life in ways that we could only have imagined when we started Just the News a couple of years ago. I want to ask you, there is some breaking news. There's a, a big cloud on the horizon that I know Border Patrol people and others are getting very worried about. A new caravan of migrants approaching from the south to the border. Tell us what you know about that. They're apparently Central Americans as well as more Haitians that have made their way north, leaving Mexico on Thursday. Wow. The same day that President Biden was meeting with Mexican President Andre Obrador. How about that? Mm. Apparently 2,000 of them. They left Tapachula in Mexico on Thursday. And this is after a federal judge had ordered Biden to reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy. And he was supposed to be doing that with the Mexican president didn't do it, and now more people are coming through. Yeah, it's amazing. The, I mean, we're talking now, we're now weeks and months from the first ruling on Remain in Mexico. There's been two or three rulings. It seems like the Biden White House is just act, acting with impunity. They're not actually listening to the judge, and they're just going about doing their own thing, slowing their, dragging their feet. Uh, will this uh, next caravan sort of be a flashpoint where the court might say, hey, I told you, keep them in Mexico. When are you going to listen? Do you think this could be the sort of event that changes the dynamic in that court case? I hope so. But again, it would require the president to actually follow the law. And one of the things that Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas has been saying for many, many, many months is yeah. Biden follow the law. He's blatantly not following law that was passed by Congress. Yeah, that's the key thing. Listen, I think a lot of conservatives say, listen, if you want to open the border, change the laws, make it legal, but don't just flout the law. And that seems to be going on on a daily basis. There was an incredible moment last week here in Washington where Ted Cruz had Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on the box. And it was a surreal moment where Cruz would ask a question and Mayorkas would never answer it. What did you take away from that hearing? His answer was, I'll have to get back to you. I'll get back to you. I'll circle back with you. I don't have that data. I'm not familiar with that. 
these aren't cages. I don't know what you're referring to, even though in his previous testimony that he had given, he had referred to the facility where unaccompanied children were being held as cages. And by the way, they were built under the uh, Obama administration when Mayorkas was working for the Obama administration. So they are cages. People who've been there have taken pictures, including Senator Cruz. And every single question, um, well, not every, but the majority of the questions that were asked, uh, he couldn't answer. And the questions that he was supposed to be answering is based on data that's produced weekly by by Border Patrol agents. I get them texted to me from Border Patrol agents. So I know what the data is. How is it that Mayorkas couldn't give the data to Senator Cruz? Yeah, it's unreal. It was really just an act of defiance. Muhammad Ali, the great boxer, used to do the rope-a-dope to tire out somebody. It seemed like that's what Mayorkas was doing, just trying to stall and not have to answer the hard questions that all of us in America have today. As you look out now, uh, we had a story this morning on the site by our colleague, Natalia Middlestadt, taking a look at about a dozen cases of illegal migrants who've entered since Joe Biden took over as president and have committed really heinous crimes, or accused of uh, being arrested and charged with committing heinous crimes, uh, rape, child rape, hit and run, murder. As these migrants fan out into the interior of the country now, does the question of their heinous crimes become a more political, potently political weapon against the Biden White House? Well, it certainly will, and especially in districts where you have uh, people who are up for re- re-election who are Democrats. They know that this is hurting them and their constituents. So Biden's policies are hurting Democrats who are in Texas. They're hurting Democrats in New Mexico, especially with oil and gas, not just with immigration. But these are illegal immigrants who are killing Americans, and they're killing legal immigrants. Uh, there are hundreds and hundreds of sex offenders. They're stabbing to death people. They're committing crimes on the road, hit and runs, DWIs, highway yeah. crashes. You know, and whenever I hear these stories of people who are uh, hitting a bus head on or a head on collision or someone driving down the wrong way on the road, the first question I always ask, especially living in Texas, one of the biggest cities in Texas is, well, who was the person driving? Were they an illegal alien or not? Yeah, and it's a tough, you know, it's not a question you want to ask, but you have to because the facts are what they are. And, and a growing number of Americans are dying at the hands of these illegal immigrants, suffering crimes, rape. We've had rapes on subways and trains, very boorish acts, very heinous crimes. And it seems as though that accountability goes all the way back to the policy decision of leaving the border open. As you look out right now, Bethany, there are some several important lawsuits, many of them from Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson, but there are key lawsuits on the border. What should Americans be looking for from the courts over the next three to four months? Hopefully the court's doing something to make Biden follow the law. If the court has already told him to implement Remain in Mexico, and then his staff actually tell the news this week that that wasn't even on the agenda, they're on the record having saying that, then the courts have got to do something to hold this administration accountable. They've got to do something about that. And I anticipate they will. As you've seen, the courts are already ruling against these vaccine mandates, saying that you have to allow for religious exemptions or medical exemptions. And you're seeing that in different courts already throughout the U.S. Yeah, such a great point. Attorney General in Arizona has said, hey, Texas gets a lot of, for all the right reasons, Texas is getting a lot of attention. 
but there is just as bad a crisis in Arizona and children are dying as a result of open borders. Very strong words today from Mark Burnovich. Uh, what's going on in Arizona? I know you have a good eye on that as well. There's an area called the Gap where part of the wall is left open, which is why it's called the Gap. And there's a small little dam area that you can walk right across and that's near Yuma. And similar to what the visual that everybody saw of the Haitians walking across the dam into Del Rio, Texas, it's not necessarily as dramatic as that, but they're walking across this dam, walking right through into the gap. And they're just walking right through. They're literally walking mm. right through. But the biggest issue that Arizona is having is the drugs. Yep. Fentanyl, the number of people who are overdosing. The problem is that the, the fentanyl is being laced into other medication. Uh, it's also being put into pres- prescription drugs. Mm. So if you're buying something off the street and it may look like Oxycontin or it may look like something, it's it laced with fentanyl and then you're going to die. Yep. And so the, the Arizona is having a massive drug problem and they've been trying to warn and educate people. The FBI has been putting out notices. You know, so there are several public awareness campaigns through different agencies warning people not to buy drugs off the street because they may be laced with fentanyl because they're all being brought right in through the border, which is where they're being made in Mexico. Wow. Unbelievable. And the toll, I mean, that's one of the things. There, there is a human toll mounting in America uh, every day, not only from the murders and rapes and other things and the car crashes and the hit and runs, but also from these extraordinary drugs. I can understand why the attorney general in Arizona is so frustrated, as is the attorney general in Texas. The Republicans obviously are going to use this as a 2022 election issue to try to get back in power in Congress. Are you surprised that no one from Congress has actually filed a lawsuit saying, hey, I helped pass these laws, Your Honor, the administration is not enforcing the laws that we in Congress intended to be enforced. Is, did, will some member step up and file that type of a lawsuit, you think, or, or are you surprised that it hasn't happened yet? That's a really good point. And I'm actually going to follow up with um, Senator Cruz and some others to ask them that question. That's a great question. Um, I think they've really wanted to see how it's going to play out with the states. Yeah in the different districts that are applying because I think they're trying to force this issue with the Supreme Court. But what people in Texas and what anybody will tell you on the border is we don't have until next election. We don't have until next year. If this flood of people comes through in the next couple of weeks uh, and continues to pour through, and if he revokes Title 42 in January, right. the floodgates will come through. We don't have until next election. We don't. Our lives are at stake. Border Patrol, we may be losing thousands in Border Patrol by the end of this year, just in a couple of weeks, because they've already had COVID. They have medical exemptions. They have religious exemptions. None of those are being accepted. And if that's the case, we're looking at thousands in the Border Patrol who are just going to leave, walk off the job, take early retirement or be fired. And then we're even in a bigger crisis because the people who are tasked to defend us, who want to defend us, have already been working 12-hour days, are already taxed, don't feel like they have support, don't actually have support, they are going to be overwhelmed. And then what do we do? Because then the very little bit of support that we have now holding back the people who are at the gates pushing through, and they are pushing through. And so it's going to be up to the state troopers or the state national guards to come to defense. That's a whole nother issue. And 
we don't have until next election. This ha- something has to be done now. Yeah, such an important point. The time is there's a sand clock and it's running out of sand pretty pretty quickly. Last week, Senator Cruz mentioned the idea that hey, if this doesn't stop soon, maybe Texas will just succeed from the union. Obviously, a sign of just how frustrated those on the border feel that their their government in Washington has abandoned them. What is it like? You live in Texas. What are the people of Texas feeling and what message are they sending to official Washington right now? Well, they're very frustrated. Some people are outraged. Some people are just demoralized. They're incensed. They're in disbelief. There's a great organization in Houston that's working with families who's who have lost loved ones who've been killed by illegal immigrants. And it's called, they've been doing this for many years and they actually had the support of president Trump and um, it's the remembrance project. And they've been working to help provide support to families. But, you know, these are everyday people. These are Mexican Americans, they're Latinos, they're blacks, they're whites. Uh, You know, this murder or crimes committed against people by illegal aliens. It doesn't matter your skin color, doesn't matter your gender. Crime is not discriminate. Uh, People racing through um, stop signs and stoplights and doing 90 mile hour chases and 25 mile hour zones, hitting children, uh, kidnapping children. This is indiscriminate. And you're dealing with cartels and cartels don't care. They think everybody in America is wealthy they will they will do heinous things to people if they feel that their massive amount of profit uh, it's about a hundred million dollars a month i've been told all across the whole southern border just in human trafficking alone so they have a lot to lose and if their people start standing in their way they don't care they're going to continue to commit all kinds of crimes against people and Those that are living on the border in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, they're feeling the brunt of it, but it moves farther up and it's impacting people in Houston and Dallas and San Antonio. There are thousands of cars being stolen every day. People's pets are being stolen. Um, It's just a totally different way of life. People are shooting guns in the middle of the night in my neighborhood. That's never happened before. It's just a totally different way of life. A lot of people I talk to are looking into moving. Um, People are buying guns for the first time. We have our sheriff's association saying that we need to pray and hold our breath because if something happens to us, they don't have enough people to come and help us right away. I mean, it's just crazy. They can't answer 911 in in Austin unless unless you know it's an immediate life-threatening emergency. But how are you supposed to know that? So there, it's, compl- it's compounded by so many other factors that this on top of everything else is taxing our law enforcement and it's not fair to border control. It's not fair to all of these people and Mayorkas has a responsibility to them. And that's why so many different elected officials in Texas, Arizona have called for his impeachment, but it's very difficult to even enforce that kind of thing. Yeah, such an important point. That frustration level is going up. And it's the sort of thing that creates a tectonic plate shift below the American political ground. And I have a funny feeling 2022 may be that earthquake moment that, um, that's been building up inside this country. Bethany, thank you for all you do. You do such amazing work. We are so blessed to have your reports and dispatches. You are a true subject expert and just a great reporter. We're so grateful for your contributions to Just the News. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to come back after a quick commercial break and wrap things up for the day. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, that wraps up the first of five podcasts this week. That's right. You're going to get five podcasts, even though it's a holiday week. We're going to have one on Black Friday. We're going to have one on Thanksgiving. We're going to have one every day this week because we want to keep giving you the news, give you facts so you can make up your own mind and you'll be well-educated. You'll have some facts to take to the dinner table on Thanksgiving or while you're in the car debating relatives on your way to picking out Christmas gifts on Black Friday. We're going to have you covered on all the issues. So stay tuned all week. We're so thankful that you tune into this great show and to justthenews.com. You're always checking on the breaking news. We'll have you covered on that Wisconsin Christmas parade travesty uh, all day and all night. So check often the latest news on that. All right, folks, we'll be signing off for now. Until tomorrow, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.